Grow marketing culture and sketchy MLMs have given modern business a bad reputation. It feels harder than ever to succeed as an entrepreneur, even though we've got an abundance of info and tech right at our fingertips. If you feel frustrated running your business, stress over your sales goals, or are baffled by marketing strategies, you've come to the right place. You deserve to run a successful, sustainable business without spamming all of your friends or wasting time and money on marketing gimmicks. This is the Sell It Sister podcast, and you're going to learn how to make more money without complex systems or sleazy sales tactics. I'm Erica Tebbins, and I teach highly motivated, female, and gender expansive entrepreneurs that selling doesn't have to suck. I've been running successful businesses and teaching others how to sell smarter, earn more, and create raving fans for over 15 years. And I'm excited to share what I've learned with you. If you want success without truly serving your clients, profits without any passion, or the next get rich quick scheme, I'm not your gal. But if you're all in as an entrepreneur, want to make a difference with your work, and are ready to run a business you're proud of, then get ready to sell it, sister. If you've been in business for a minute, do you have a plan for profit that won't lead to burnout? I'm sure that you have goals, but what about the big picture view of what'll take to reach them without working yourself into exhaustion? Because that is a different story. One reason having a successful business can be so tricky is that once we finally start getting clients, new problems start to pop up because now you're juggling working on your business while also having to work in it. And it's really easy to lose track of how you can keep all the plates spinning while trying to hit higher revenue months. So usually what ends up happening is you try to create new offers to bring in more money, but then you're super busy creating, promoting, and delivering them, or you're extending your working hours into your personal time and it's making you salty. Or you started dropping some of the plates and it does not feel good at all. And there's zero way it's sustainable either. Or maybe it's a combo of all three. The first step to fixing this is looking at the numbers, but not like a giant overwhelming spreadsheet or anything like that. Just simple data that is the most important for moving the needle forward in a more supportive way. And that is why I have a free workbook and mini training just for you. It really is super quick, super short, but massively impactful on how you'll be able to make profit-based decisions moving forward in your business. And did I mention it's free? I think I did, but it's worth saying again. You can find it all at bit.ly forward slash plan for profit guide. This will be in the show notes as well, but to get the plan for profit guide, all you have to do is go to bit.ly plan for profit guide, all lowercase, all one word, and you will get instant access and be able to see in a overwhelm free way, what the money makeup is for your business and then use that to make your decisions on your next steps. Okay. on to the episode. This week's episode of the sell it sister podcast is another on air coaching episode. And I've been having so much fun with these this week. I am talking to my friend, Marissa Axel, who is the founder of AXN fitness and coaching where she helps her athletes become badass cyclists by showing them how to become stronger 
ride further, and reclaim their mojo all while training less. Marissa has been coaching and personal training her athletes since 2008. She's a category one cyclist and holds an undergraduate degree in biological sciences from Willamette University. She holds certifications for nutrition, coaching, personal training, and retool bike fit. Marissa firmly believes in using education and action to rise above menopause and aging related challenges to keep enjoying an active, healthy lifestyle with passion, science, and persistence together. She helps to with her athletes. She helps to create more badass cyclists, more autonomy and better visibility for women in this world. So this episode I know is just going to probably get a lot of, um, follow-up questions, which I fully welcome, just DM me over on Instagram, Erica Tebbins consulting. Um, but also a lot of ahas because we are talking about high ticket offers, which I know can be very mysterious, right? They can feel very scary. They can feel very, um, challenging to sell can wonder like, what the hell am I supposed to put in a high ticket offer? And we go into all of that in this episode. So even though I am guessing, because Marissa's business is very unique and niche. So I'm guessing that you probably don't also teach cycling. Who knows? Maybe you do. But even if you don't check out this episode, because you are going to learn so much about high ticket offers, if that's something that you struggle with. Um, and I think actually that by having it be something outside of the industry that you work in, it can potentially be a bit easier for you to actually see, um, some of the ins and outs without getting too in your head about, you know, like, like, how am I supposed to do this for my people? Right. So, um, I think just, you know, listen in, uh, see what inspiration you get, what ahas. And then if you still have questions and you're like, okay, but how do I do it for my industry? Then again, feel free to reach out. And the reason that I've been doing this series in case this is the first uh, episode in this on-air coaching series that you are checking out um, is because A, I think that we can all learn a lot from hearing other people be coached. I know a lot of times in group coaching containers that I am in, sometimes I show up to the calls and I don't have a question, um, but I learn from listening to other people get coached. In fact, a lot of times I'm like, oh my gosh that person asked a question I didn't even know I had, but I do. And now I am learning so much and I'm so glad I'm here and just, you know, listening and taking good notes. Right. So as I already said, you probably aren't a cyclist teaching cyclists in your business, but I really think that you can still learn a lot from this episode and use it to help your own business. And two, I think it's really important for you, if you're contemplating working with me to hear what it's like to be coached by me, if it's something that you haven't experienced, I really love and prefer when people come to work with me from a place of excitement. And I think that that is something that is just really important, even if it's, you know, maybe a little more money than you've ever invested in yourself, in your, in your business growth before, uh, you might be feeling a little bit like, Ooh, I'm, I'm at a real big growth edge here. Um, but I still want you to be excited. And part of being excited means feeling comfortable and confident that you have made the right investment decision for yourself. And so I think it's really cool. If you get to hear me coach someone else, it can, 
uh, kind of ease your mind as to whether or not it's a smart idea to hire me to help you strategize your personal business growth. So with all that being said, we will get into the on-air coaching now and be sure to follow Marissa too, because even if you're not an ideal client of hers, she's just really awesome and inspiring. And I love to follow her and I, I know you're going to enjoy this one. Okay. onto the episode. Hello. Hello, Marissa. Welcome to sell it sister. I am so glad you're here for this on-air coaching episode. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah. So I know that you wanted to talk today about creating a higher ticket offer for your clientele. Um, but before I hit record, we were just talking a little bit about you looked back, you know, where your, um, current revenue is mostly coming from. So why don't we start there and you can talk a little bit about like what you've uncovered and sort of the direction of like where you want to go. Absolutely. I love it. Um, so for, uh, I'm a cycling coach and personal trainer and all online, it's all, you know, nowadays online. Um, and so I was just going through originally looking at my yearly, um, revenue and just kind of like, Oh, I had a better year than last year. Yay. But kind of fell short of my best goals. So I was looking at like, what, where can I grow? And, um, I, I really touched off with, Forgotten Athlete Success System, which is my 12-week coaching program for women over 40 who are um, trying to level up their cycling. Basically, I call it becoming a badass cyclist. And so I I created it out of nothing starting at the beginning of last year and sold, um, and that was literally 50% of my revenue, which is awesome. And um, I looked further at my personal training. I work, I would say about eight hours a week, personal training, uh, one-on-one or two-on-one with clients. And that came in at about, I mean, 30% of my revenue. Mm-hmm. And so then the 20% of revenue is one-on-one work with my cycling coaching clients. Um, and a bit of background on that. So I want to say I started one-on-one cycling coaching originally as a side hustle. I want to say in like 2008 or 2009, I officially kind of launched my first iteration of my business then in like 2010 as mm-hmm. a part-time coaching business. And I was working one-on-one and vastly undercharging. Um, I've worked my way through some of that pricing stuff. And when I relaunched this current iteration of my business in 2019, I am still coaching some one-on-one cycling and I'm still undercharging. Let's just be real. So, but I've worked my way up to like, what's about average in my area, but it's still nowhere close to where I want to be. And so um, right now, again, the last like 20% of my revenue is one-on-one, whereas they're taking a lot more than 20% of my time. Mm, <laughs> so mm-hmm. that is one of the big things I uncovered. And it's also, um, a, a moment for me internally and probably like business-wise, I am providing this one-on-one service, which typically looks like two-ish hours of my month, right? I'm providing custom programming. So I'm reviewing what they're doing weekly. I'm sending daily messages or nearly daily messages and creating their program. So um, why am I vastly undercharging? It's because forever wellness industry, especially, or I mean, like coaching Mm -hmm. or or personal training industry, especially, they are notorious for undercharging. And Mm -hmm. it's like, well, everybody else is charging this. So I'm going to charge this. So specifically, 
I worked my way up to $2.99 a month, but forever I was at $2.50 and before that $1.99 and before that $99, you know? So, Mm -hmm. so right now, now I've launched this great group program at about, it's about $1,500 for 12 weeks. And I really need to bring my one-on-ones like way more commensurate with that. Mm -hmm. So I think in the end, my goal is to create a 10 K program or coaching offer. Um, and honestly like doubling or tripling my pricing eventually and having the amount of clients. So less work, more productive and like deeper work with those people and not like trying to help everyone. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Gotcha. Thank you. Yeah. Super helpful. And I'm just curious for the people where you are doing one-to-one or like you said that you have some of those like personal training, um, sessions and like the 30%, is that, is all of it online at this point or are you still meeting up with people? Oh, it's all online. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. That's yeah. That's helpful to know too. Cause it's, you, it, you're not bound just by like the location of, of where you're at with those folks. Okay. Yeah. And in terms of the group program is evergreen enrollment, like, is that how it's set up or do you just do it periodically where it's like cohort style or how do you do that? Yeah. So I tried evergreen for a while and it just, there wasn't enough, like, you know, get off the pot and go. So I do, uh, I open the doors once a month, essentially. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, cool. And for the people like the, that 30% versus the 20%, what is the difference between those two sets of like privately or like the one-to-one or one-to-two type people? Um, so they're not cyclists, um, meaning like, I guess, what's, what do you mean by a difference? Sorry. Oh yeah. Like, like the work that you do with them. Sure. Yeah. So I meet with them um, one. So for 50 minutes, one to two times a week. So I'm in front of them on zoom. I create program, uh, personal training programming to help them meet their goals. So, um, and that's about eight people uh, a week. So that I'm sorry, it's about I don't know. Yeah. About eight people in about eight hours a week, I guess is what okay. I'm And so they are, and they're a subscription-based pay monthly, or some have upgraded to pay annually. Gotcha. 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 Okay, cool. Um, so for that, that 20% of the people that you serve that you would love to move into the higher ticket offer, why are they choosing to do private over the group program? Um, mainly they're not fitting the demographic of the group program, or okay. they didn't want to buy a $1,500, uh, program. Um, and they're like, well, why would I buy that? If I can just do three months at $900. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Like, why would you? So, um, however, I don't let them have the same privilege of all of the instruction, they don't get any of the, you know, the extra support that the group program receives. So right now, honestly, the group program is a higher level of support than the one-on-one, which is kind of backwards. But I feel like I needed to keep it separate because they're not paying as much. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. I, I will say at least that's good that they're not getting more in some way, but paying you less money. So at least there's no um, imbalance that way where you're like over delivering, you know, massive amounts of stuff. Um, but yeah, I could totally see where somebody would, if they were just looking at 
cost would be like, okay, I'll do the, I'll do the thing that's cheaper. Gotcha. So for somebody who, and maybe it's not necessarily the people who are working with you privately right now, but for somebody who would pay 10,000 or even 5,000 to work privately with you or in like a very like high touch capacity, um, in some other fashion, like maybe like a, a three person, you know, group or something like that. Um, what would their goals be that would sort of, um, be that tipping point for them to be like, yeah, no, I, I, I'm going to invest in this because I understand that the investment is, you know, sort of on par with what their, their big goals for themselves might be. Yeah. So I think, um, one goal for them is understanding, well, they're sick of trying, trying everything and nothing is working. Excuse me, mm-hmm. nothing is working. So goal number one is they've got a tried and true program that they're going to follow step by step and day by day. And then they're working towards uh, some event or, or trip mm-hmm. usually. So they're going on a multi-day cycling trip like to Europe or they're doing um, a bikepacking trip locally and they want to be in shape. They don't want to feel like they're slower than their friends or they want to not get injured. And so those are the biggest goals are being in shape doing back-to-back days without being exhausted and um, preventing injury um, or just, yeah, I've actually had three people say like, I want to be injury free in 2022. And because um, cycling is steeped in, this is the way we've always done it. So we're just going to do it this way. We're flipping the script from that to this is the new science that's available on women over 40 and how our mm-hmm. hormones affect how we can ride and how we can uh, fuel and how we can need to recover more and differently than the traditional program. And that's why they're going to come and invest uh, time and energy over here. Gotcha. 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 Okay, cool. And where do people, and it might be different for the group program versus the, the private work you do, but where do the people that you work with now typically find you? Like, how do they come into your orbit? Mostly, um, either if they don't already know me or know someone who knows me, then it's Facebook, Facebook ads. Um, I I run a Facebook group. We have like 1700 people in the group now. Oh, cool. And we're always talking about women cycling, patriarchy, um, and anti-racism basically. Cause like cycling is one of the last big bastions of white supremacy in my opinion. Yeah. 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 And not just that, but it's like definitely like white supremacy and heavily like old fashioned male dominated. So there's mm-hmm. just so much energy right now with women representation, much more diversity and inclusion going on. And we're creating safe space for that. So it's, it's kind of, obviously that's a huge amount, but I'm, yeah. I'm just able to create a space in the internet, in the Facebook world where yeah. people can meet each other, even though they're all over the world or all over the country and they can ride together. So it's, it's awesome community building. That's really cool. I love that. Uh, especially because yeah, community is a, a huge, huge value of mine. And, and honestly, I feel like, um, oftentimes the clients I've worked with who have B2C businesses and are very niched, it's actually like, it can be a lot easier to get traction because it, it is so specific on what you are doing. Um, so do any of the people that you work with, are they actually 
Cause I know you have a background in like, like competitive cycling, right? So yeah. are, are they also, um, competing or is it more their, their, this is like their activity they do for their health and, um, it, you know, their own like leisure and their own enjoyment, or do you also coach people who are like, oh, I, I want to work with you because I want to win this thing. Yeah. I would say it's, um, group program is primarily people doing events. So event focused or like, for example, a one day charity ride or the bike packing or the trips to Europe. Um, Mm -hmm. but that, and that's primarily, um, the forgotten athlete success system group program. That's mainly what the type of writing that they do. And then when I work one-on-one, I work mainly with people who want to race. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, mainly people who race and they are looking to get that upgrade category or be in shape for that biggest race of the year, um, and do really well. So, yeah, say in in numbers, if I think about in terms of numbers of clients, I would say it's 60% event focused and 40% race focused. Okay, cool, cool. Okay, so I feel like from that, uh, I feel like there's this level of, or, and also I'm going to guess if somebody is doing a whole biking trip, like let's say going to Europe, they're going to do a biking trip with their friends and they have time to train for that. And they have money to make the trip and also money to pay you. Like, especially because you work with people over 40, I'm, I'm guessing, but tell me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. These people are fairly like what, like established professionals. They've got Mm -hmm. some disposable income. They've got some disposable time. Like they're is this like a luxury for them, right. To be able to do this. Okay. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Okay, cool. So I feel like there's always room, um, you know, at a point, depending on when it feels comfortable that for the group program to even increase in price at some point as well. Um, you know, not saying you have to go out and do it tomorrow, not saying you have to triple it, but you know, maybe it's a new year, maybe, your next launch, it goes up by $500, you know, like something, because the, the thing with that is like, you obviously already have proof of concept. Right. And I would imagine, you know, if they have 1500, they probably have 2000. Mm -hmm. And if you multiply that by the amount of people that you would on average get in there over the course of a year, or at least that you could predict right now, based on last year's numbers, you know, an extra 500 times, however many people, like that's a really good boost to your bottom line. Yeah. Cause there's like 30 ish people. So that's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially considering, you know, if you're, if you're doing, you know, other marketing or like, you know, if you're enhancing your own marketing strategy, like that could potentially bring in, um, even more people, as well. And sometimes and this is the weird thing with pricing is that sometimes raising a price actually signals that it's more highly valuable to people. And yeah. so you end up making, you end up actually enrolling more people at the higher price. <laughs> Absolutely true. And I've already seen that in this past year, I've raised it three times, twice, twice. And now I've, I've just raised it again because of the new year. So now we're above, just slightly above 1500, Mm -hmm. but I love this, like, honestly, quarter two, I'm like, let's go to 2k. But, um, but my point is 
when it's under a thousand or right around that thousand mark, people invest and then still don't show up. Right. And so, yeah. And so I'm finding like, okay, it needs to be, you know, they need to feel like I've invested. It's time to do the work. And that's where they get the breakthrough. Yeah. I, I often equate it to, um, I used to, back when I lived in upstate New York, I was friends with a couple that owned, uh, a weightlifting gym, like, you know, small family owned, very high touch weightlifting gym, very community focused. And, you know, it wasn't comparatively to like a planet fitness. It was, it was an investment, right? So, you know, planet fitness is 10 bucks a month. And this was like, I think at the time, 120 a month, 130 a month, something like that. Right. So, you know, I, I bet if you asked around to like, everyone who has a a planet fitness membership, or you looked at their internal data, they probably have all of these members who are only paying 10 bucks a month and they're never going because like most, you know, a lot of people can like stand to lose 10 bucks a month and it's no big deal. Right. Um, especially if you decide that you have enough money already to like invest in a gym membership, that $10 is probably neither here nor there. It's not going to be enough of a motivating factor if you're not a regular gym goer already to be like, okay, when am I going to go to the gym? When am I going to start this new routine? But that gym that I went to like every, I mean, it it was such a regular clientele because people were committed. It was, it was like an investment and they were showing up and they were doing the work and therefore they were getting the results. It was like this good self-fulfilling prophecy for them, right? This good cycle. And so, yeah, I feel like there is this level of like, as the coach, cause I experienced this too, it actually feels better when it's priced in a way that is getting people to show up because then they get results. And then we feel like we are in integrity with the work that we want to do. Exactly. And we don't take it personal when they don't show up. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I think, I think that that's definitely like, yes, Q2 raise it. And then maybe give yourself, you know, check back, you know, maybe at the end of the summer and be like, what do I, what do I want to do? Do I want to raise it again? Maybe not. Maybe check back in another three months, something like that. Yeah. Um, and then I would say with the, um, in terms of the, the private folks, I think that then, you know, there's, there's always a way that you can, uh, you know, with compassion say like, Hey, I need to raise the rates or I need to decrease, you know, either like stuff is going up and things are moving out of the arrangement or, you know, however it makes sense for you to structure it. Or you can say like, I'm going to move you on into my group program. I will honor the rate you're paying now for that next 12 week cycle. But then after that, you know, like there are ways to be where that can be done very like thoughtfully and and mindfully. Um, but then it would give you more time to, I think if you really positioned it as a true, like for the more like luxury cyclists, like the people who maybe are like, yeah, the group program seems nice, but I really just want to work privately with somebody like me, me and my girlfriends are, you know, we're in our fifties. We're going to do this cool European trip. Like I just need somebody who's going to tell me what to do. And I don't have to show up for community or whatever. Like I just, I'm very busy and I just want to do the thing. And I have the money. Yeah, I think it could be that, mm-hmm. but, and also those 
people who are highly competitive and have a lot to gain, whether that's personally or professionally from winning or from, you know, doing better in their competitions. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because then it positions you as that more high level, like a, a person who you really are, which is somebody who has the ability to coach high achieving athletes on how to improve their cycling. Yes. And that word high achieving is like, just recently been the like, Oh yeah. Like that's mm. what I want to, cause that's what I'm looking for is that busy high achiever, um, highly competitive, you know, ready to kind of cut that timeline to, I want that success now, you know, and I'm willing to do mm-hmm. the work. And that is where currently I've struggled with. I'm thinking messaging. So I'm currently like just working through just, just talking to myself, like, what do I need to hear? Right. Like as mm-hmm. a highly competitive type, a like athlete who loves that, um, stop dumbing it down, like start making it smart. And this is just me talking to myself, but making it like attractive to the high level, highly competitive people like me who want that high touch and that fast lane track to success. Um, and I, and so those were like two things that really stuck out in the last, honestly, the last two weeks, I'm just like, Oh, these are the Mm -hmm. people I want to work with. So it's like, I'm a niche within a niche within a niche. Yeah, completely. And because I think it's the thing to, you know, like, so I have some friends who, um, love to do cycling more like mountain bike and fat bike style cycling. Like they've done rag bry and, and things like that. Um, yeah. and I didn't know until from talking to them, like, cause they'd be like, Oh, you guys should get bikes. You should bike with us. And, and they're like, Oh, I'll sell you my old bike. It's like, you know, I'll sell it to you for like five grand or something. I'm like, what? Like are you, like, I just, I was not yeah. in the realm of like, I didn't know how much it actually cost because mm-hmm. like the last bike I had ever bought was, I don't know, like a $200 Schwinn or something. Like it was just like a regular cruiser bike. And so I feel like it's also that thing of like your people who would be perfect for those offers, like they're already acclimated to spending a lot mm-hmm. on their yeah. sport, right? Like, it's yeah. not like they're like, you know, I just need like new running shoes or something. It's like, no, no, no. I need like a whole bunch of gear and I need travel money. And like, I need, you know, all of this, I'm going to be able to like, ha- I need the means to support this, to support my sport. Yeah. And so I don't, I think that because of that, if you were trying to like couch to 5k this or something, but for cycling, it would be totally different. But mm-hmm. when you're already speaking to that person who's like, oh yeah, my gear is a five figure investment and I yeah. regularly need to get new stuff or do repairs or whatever. I don't think there's going to be that huge sticker shock of a 5k price tag because mm-hmm they're already, they're already used to investing in their sport. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. And I think my big limiting belief is like, what do I even teach somebody for 5k? But Mm. I answered myself with think about a time frame, like a six month 5k invest or six month, five or 10k investment is Mm -hmm. not huge. Like it's not out of the realm. Like that's coaches do that or athletes pay coaches. Um, that a lot of time. I just, 
I was so, not even seeing that as an opportunity. Somebody had mentioned their program was for a year and they were selling it at 50K. And I was like, holy crap, that's crazy. So, but a year, I mean, that's totally okay. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing some market research, just looking around to what other high touch, high level coaches are charging on their websites. So they're mm-hmm. probably doing other stuff too. And just seeing like, oh, that's like a 14K a year investment. Like, okay, that's that's happening. People are buying that. So mm-hmm. then I was like, gar- you know, armed with a little more education, a little more like, okay, what would I put inside of that container? So um, reading just on the internet of what other coaches are charging and what they're providing uh, wasn't like any big high, you know, crazy high touch thing. It's basically what I'm doing now. So mm-hmm. um so there, therein is like, oh, okay. So thinking about time frame, um, that got me started just thinking about, okay, if I created it. I think my big question then is having written all of that down on paper is like, how do I actually say it? <laughs> you know what I mean? When you come up with a new thing and it's scary to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. So practicing that. Yeah. And I think it's good to remember too, when you're wondering like, what would I even teach them is that again, and this is kind of the paradox of like charging more and kind of like with the whole, it seems more valuable. So then more people buy it sort of paradox is that those people, like if you can imagine, you know, somebody who's already incredibly driven, highly competitive, very focused, um, they, you know, they're already training, they're, they're doing the work, they're doing all of that. They probably do know a lot. So it's not like, it's not like they're going to be looking for a hundred percent of the info that they need. Right. They probably, because they're, they're probably in some ways. And I, and I mean this like in the best way, obsessive with their sport. Right. Right. So in their own like research and, and all of that, like they, they're probably have 80% of what, of the knowledge you already have. They're really just hiring you for that last 20. That's going to make that big difference to them in their results. And also for the, for somebody else to create the plan, deliver the plan and keep them accountable to the plan. Right. Because honestly, they're probably smart enough and dedicated enough and experienced enough that they're probably following some plan, even if they've self-devised it. Right. It's, and they're probably being pretty consistent with their training, but it takes, you know, a lot of like mental energy asking ourselves all these questions. Should I be doing this? Like you said before, like they're spending a lot of time researching and it, and all of that. Like, so those kind of people see the value in like, my time is valuable. I'm dedicated to my results. So therefore I know it's in my best interest to just pay an expert who will tell me what to do, when to do it and actually make sure that I'm doing it so I can get the results that I really want. So they actually don't need a lot of handholding, right? They don't need a lot of like, let me, you know, teach you all the things. It's actually like the irony is that it's a higher touch offer, but you actually need to touch them less. If yeah. that makes sense. Like <laughs> they does. actually need like, do you know what I mean? Like that sounds sort of mm-hmm. creepy, but like they, they're not going to like be in your inbox 24 seven, mm-hmm. 
they're just like, Marissa, tell me what to do and just check in with me and make sure I'm actually doing it. And I also just want you, like, if something feels right or, or not right or not working, or I have a question, I know that I have an expert I can go to and get a quick answer and then be on my way. So I think then in thinking about that, when you're talking about it, it's really more about the thinking of like, if you could picture one person in your head, Mm -hmm. real or imaginary, who would be so perfect for it. And like, what would she, what would she need to hear that would be like, yeah, that's a no brainer like that. Yeah. It, like even not even like the super fancy schmancy sales page, like literally if you had a Google doc and was like, this is an offer for these type of people who want this type of result in this amount of time frame. this is the price book a call, you know, whatever, like, what would that be that where she would be like a thousand percent just, yeah. I just want to meet you face to face to make sure that we, you know, on zoom to make sure that we click other than that, like mm-hmm. I'm in, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, and that could be, um, yes, along those lines of just, you know, putting that, putting that call out there to the universe and then also just sitting down and writing like in their language, um, that is so valuable for sure. I'm excited to do that and, and, um, and see, uh, if I can come up with like five hell yeses. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you can even think, you know, when you're trying to think of different ways you could put it out there, you know, even, even thinking of maybe, you know, a few different types of, of people and what they're sort of like, almost like if it was like a Venn diagram of like, you know, there's like three different perfect people, sort of more nuanced types of clients for it. There's all a central thing where they overlap of what they want and what they're going to get out of it. But, you know, when you're thinking about writing like social media posts or emails or whatever, what are some of those more like nuanced things about those people and what they would need to maybe hear to be like, Ooh, I should actually check this out. And then that way you can also say in your, in your group right now, in your Facebook group, like there could be people just who are ready to jump on that offer, even though it might Mm -hmm. seem like, oh my gosh, but if they're not buying a 1500, whatever, but like, it could just be that 1500 is not what they need. They need the $10,000 one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And, um, yeah. So I want to get real in real terms. Like give me some homework, be like, write this down, do this. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Totally. Totally. So I would say, um, you know, think of that, that perfect person, somebody who would be a hell yes. And Mm -hmm. think of, you know, like what are three things that you could confidently, whether it's six months, whether it's a year, whatever the timeline is that you decide upon where you feel like, yes, I can promise this. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, so not, not like we'll meet this, not the like logistics, but like, mm-hmm. you know, obviously you can't say, I promise you're going to win the race. Like, you know, cause she could fall and then it doesn't happen or whatever, but right. Like where you feel like, no, I could be in integrity and say like these three things, when we work together at this level, this is what you can expect from this program. 
And then I would also think of what are some qualifying things that she would need to have in place in order to get the most value or get get the results that you can promise, right? Like, is there a certain amount of time she needs to have in her week every week that she can commit to this? Um, is there, you know, like equipment, (laughs) yeah, equipment, you know, that it can't be the races in three months, you know, like it, there have to be some qualifying factors, um, in there. And then I would just think like, why is it important for her to get these results? Like internally, why, Mm -hmm. why does it matter to her to get the results? And why is it an absolute no brainer for her to work in this type of container with you as a way to be able to get those results? Yeah. I love that. All right. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, churn on it, marinate on it. And, um, I'm excited. I gave my the end of the quarter to kind of put all of these ideas that have been swirling and whirling around and really um, be able to say like, whatever it is that offer, I'm going to be able to say it by the end of that quarter. I'm just, Yay. it's Yay. exciting. I feel like for the first time, this is my first real um, set. Well, it's my first like real second year. Like I have a full year of data, of, like what's been working and what isn't and making, um, making decisions based on, on that has just been like so eye-opening and, um, affirming and realizing that like, I have plenty of great clients with great results and I just didn't have anything for them to go into next. Right. Mm -hmm. So it was a big problem to have. So the great thing is I have, you know, over 30 women who are willing to invest in themselves. So going back in the future, well, going back to them soon um, and offer, you know, something like this um, is really exciting and really motivating me to like get going. So I love it. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And one last thing that you could do for homework, and this can be with the folks who have already worked with you Uh um, and maybe even in your free group as well, but set up some call times. They don't have to be long, like 20, 30 minutes to do some market research directly with them. But again, not, you know, not just to like hop on with me and I'm going to give you some free coaching or whatever, like really have it say, like, if you are this and you are wanting this, then I would love to hear from you. Um, because then that way you can really get in their own words. Like you can even say, you know, can I record this, whatever, and have like a set series of questions where you can hear in their own words, like what are those obstacles real or perceived that they have right now, uh, Mm -hmm. to achieving that result? Mm -hmm. What are the results they want? Why do they want them? You know, all of those things. And you can really, then you can, you actually have it in their own words of, this is it. And then you can take that and literally use it for your copy and your content. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Yeah. And I'd say like, that's the best thing that's come out of my master classes is the chat. Yes. <laughs> literally, like I read that chat and like copy paste, copy paste. All, it's fantastic. So 
I love this. Um, thank you for this homework. I really appreciate this. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. It's so fun. I love, I love chatting offers and stuff. And, and I think that this is really good. And it is that thing, you know, I, I feel like for coaches, like we all actually, I was on a, um, in a program I'm in earlier today and it was hilarious. At one point we were all talking about like thinking about what we how badly we used to undercharge for things. We're like, it's just, it's embarrassing. Like it's so embarrassing. But I think that we all get to this point where we go like, okay, some, this has got to change. Like, I I don't regret like doing this for these people for this price point, but like, this is not sustainable. I I just can't keep putting my energy and not being compensated in, in like an appropriate balanced way on the, on the, you know, like the receiving end of that, like it's it, now it starts, it used to feel fine. Now it feels imbalanced and something has to change. Yeah. And it's so interesting how that journey happens for everyone in any Mm -hmm. industry. It doesn't matter. So it is, I feel especially challenging in like, you know, personal training or wellness or, Mm -hmm. or health industries in general, because people generally tend to not value them. But what I've come to learn is, um, and especially women like see the value and they are going to like invest, especially because we are up against such a challenge with just white hetero men, like ruling Mm -hmm. the cycling world. And every woman is like, Oh yeah, I've experienced that like to a T. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's been really a great way to be able to reach them in a different manner. And they just feel so like heard and supported. So it's just been really, um, it's been hard because you get a lot of that pushback and I get in my feels about it in terms of you're too expensive, but I'm not for everyone, you know, just right. like, we, you know, like we aren't for everyone and, and it needs to be sustainable now so that mm-hmm. in the future I can give back in more ways. Like I totally admire how you are always talking about all the ways you give back and you have it on your website and all that. And I'm like, I aspire to that and I want to give back more. So I did a little of that this year, but like, I, I can't do that if I don't make any dollars. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's good to remember, and, and I'm glad that you mentioned it, you know, not being for everyone. It's like, you're, we're, we're not selling clean drinking water, right? Like this yeah. is your, this is a luxury for your people mm-hmm. who you work with to be able to do, to be even have the time and the means to even be cyclists, much less like hire somebody's going to help them be a better cyclist. And I yeah. think too, one last thing um, to add that, like, you know, keep doubling down on, especially in this new offer is that your approach is different. Like part of the inherent value of why somebody would work with you over somebody who's maybe going to just charge like 150 bucks, 250, you know, $200 an hour or something like that is you are spending your time to do the research, the scientific research Mm -hmm. on what women over 40 who are cyclists need. So Mm -hmm. you actually can deliver better quality results for your target audience. And you're saving them the time of having to go down all of those rabbit holes to find that information themselves. And that is hugely valuable, hugely valuable. I love that. That was um, such a great 
thank you for pointing it out. I was just thinking yesterday too, like, how do I um, itemize like what I'm saving people? You know, like, right. am I saving them time? Well, yes, but um, I always think of time as like in order to get to your goal, but that's absolutely true. I mean, I super nerd out on all that stuff, so I didn't do it anyway. And then putting it into my research and delivering it to folks, absolutely. They're just getting a whole new paradigm of what it is to be a, you know, a postmenopausal athlete. You know, it's very different. It's brand new science. I shouldn't say brand new, but it kind of is because mm-hmm. um, the tagline, like we, the women over, essentially women athletes over 40, like weren't a thing until recently. And then only the last five years has there ever been any scientific research, like peer reviewed research um, published on women who exercise for a reason training, and then uh, not just, you know, sedentary or obese women, which is mostly what they um, study, especially when it comes to menopause and and that. So super interesting how it's very different. Like your body, your body and exercise and your body at rest is it's very different. So they're like two different biological beings. And we didn't know until five years ago, like that there was an important need to change. It's, mind-boggling to me, but anyway, I know, I know because yeah, because science was like, uh, you know, it's yeah. Like it's all the, the white men who are like, Ooh, women over 40 gross. No, thank you. We're not going to study that. Who cares? Like it, uh, it reminds me of, I don't know if you've ever seen the Amy Schumer skit with Julia Louis-Dreyfus and oh my gosh, I'm blanking her name. Um, um, I it's the last fuckable day. No, oh, I haven't I seen can't. it, but I'm not going to Google it now. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I totally can't. Patricia Arquette. I think that's okay. the other. Um, and maybe is there one other, per- it's the funniest thing, but it's, they're like, oh, you know, like female actresses. It's like, oh, it's now they're all eating ice cream, like in this like yeah. forest setting, yeah. this like field. And they're like, uh, like Amy Schumer is like jogging by and she's like, oh my gosh, what are you doing here? And they're like, oh, we're celebrating her last fuckable day. Like now she's just, now she can play like moms and stuff like, because she's not like sexy in Hollywood anymore. Right. And, yeah. Oh my God. That's so true. <laughs> it is stinking true. Well, I was even thinking too, that like when I was in high school in the nineties, like it was just accepted that scientific research was only done on male subjects because females were too hard with too many hormones. And I was like, Oh, that's just the way it is. I know it's so, awful. Oh my God. It's so uh, awful. Literally yeah. just, was it last week that the, the report came out about more women die like 32% more with male surgeons and female surgeons. Yeah, absolutely. Like what? Yeah. I can't percent, hundred percent. The data going down that rabbit hole is just terrifying. So don't go too far. Yeah. But I, I mean, <laughs> when you break it down, just like by socioeconomic class or ethnic race or anything, just, mm, no, so, so bad. Yeah. So you, the work you're doing is, is massively valuable and, and this is exciting. Keep me posted. Keep me updated. Oh, sure. For sure. For sure. I really appreciate it. Of course, I follow you all over, all over the interwebs. So I won't be a stranger. I appreciate your time. Awesome. awesome. You are so, so welcome. Yay. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the sell it sister podcast. If you loved it and you want more, be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And then head on over to sellitsisterhood.com to join my free Facebook community group. And as your mama said, sharing is caring. So if you got a lot of value out of this episode, be sure to share it with your biz besties too, okay? Now get out there and sell it, sister.